there, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Thanks, Morris. I am Marie, the SLP, and today I am sitting down with the Type B SLP herself, Abby. She is here to talk all about her journey as not only a speech pathologist, but an entrepreneur. She's sharing some wonderful tips for all of you that are interested in starting out your own entrepreneurship journey with selling either materials or resources with other SLPs. She's got such great tidbits for us and adds such value to our community and our field. So let's talk to Abby. All right, there we go. We're here with Abby. Hi, Abby. Thanks for coming on. Hi, Marie. I'm so excited. (laughs) I am too. I'm just, I'm grateful to have you here and on the podcast. Um, So we'll jump right in and uh, I'll have you just explain a little bit of your background as a speech pathologist, you, I know you've worn many hats over the last <laughs> couple of years. So yes. um, just kind of starting out, you know, what your background is. Yeah, definitely. So um, I am probably, if you know me from listening now to this podcast, I'm considered the type BSLP. <laughs> um, so I, of course, that's, you know, that's newer. I've been an SLP. Um, let's see, this is my sixth year. Yeah. I had to do the math the other day. I'm like, yeah, six years. I've been on my sixth year, which is crazy. I feel like I was just in grad school. So yeah, it's a weird, it's a really weird feeling. But, um, so as far as my background, you're right. Like I've been, um, I've been wearing many different hats in, in terms of, um, kind of jumping around a little bit because, of COVID and just kind of some weird, it's just a weird time right now. So, but um, as far as where I started, so I, um, for my first four years, including my CF, I was in um, just a school-based setting. Um, I had, so the school was K through 12. I had mostly um, third through actually all the way up to high school. I did have a couple high schoolers. Um, and then from there, the second, it was about my second year, I, um, we took on, my, my school took on some self-contained classrooms. So I started working really closely in a couple of our self-contained classrooms. Um, and I did that for the, the last three years that I was there. Um, and then I just kind of was like, not loving New York State. I was over the weather. Um, my fiance and I always love to travel. I mean, literally every single break that I had from school, we would travel. Um, we went to Europe once and we did three countries in one week. <laughs> like it was just, it was crazy. It was so much fun. Um, but we, so I love to travel. He loves to travel. And so we kind of were just like, what if we did travel therapy? Um, and he had a couple, a couple of his clients are travel nurses and they were really into that. And so we looked into it some more and we decided we're going to do it. So we moved to Atlanta and I had again, um, school-based, I was school-based and that was K through or preschool through five with more self-contained rooms, um, which I definitely realized my love for, for working with that population. I loved my self-contained classrooms. I had pre-K self-contained, and then I had a few K through five self-contained. Um, and then COVID hit and just kind of became a teletherapist overnight. Um, I had a caseload at that time of, it was, it was between like 58 and 62. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was, it was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and it was literally overnight. They yeah. we thought we were going to school and then we got a, um, we all got texts and emails that night at like 10 PM and they basically said we're closed until further notice. And oh, that was man. it. Um, 
I lost my job in there for a little while because as a travel therapist, they didn't want to use us at first. They were like, nope, we're, we're waiting to see what happens. And then a month later, they, they came to us and said, we need it. We need you all to come back in and, and um, become teletherapists. So I did that for the, for the remainder of um, that school year last year. And then we were going to keep traveling and couldn't because of COVID. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. It kind of turned everything upside down. So right now I am just doing um, preschool services. Um, I do independent contracting for my county. Um, so thankfully I had ties here um, back home that I could just kind of send an email and be like, Hey, I'm here. Do you need me? You know, can I start seeing kids? And they said, absolutely. So now I'm a teletherapist again and um, doing that again, but, but it's fun. I mean, I, that's, I think what I like so much about being an SLP is uh, kind of being able to jump around to all these different areas. You know, it's been really fun. Good. Yeah, no, that, and that's so true. It's like, they always tell us, you know, one of our biggest, as an SLP, one of your biggest, um, I guess, attributes or, or characteristics should be fl- being flexible. Yes. And, oh my gosh. Yes. You know, and it's like, it's, <laughs> not only true like in the moment in therapy, but it's like mm-hmm. you could literally go anywhere and might be asked. Like I know, you know, yes. I have a really great gig as a preschool speech therapist in my district, but I know if like they were to come to me and say, hey, like, sorry, but we need you in middle school now. Like, what am I supposed to, you know, I have to yeah. be, that's just how the job You're goes. Flexible. Right. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> but, but it is cool that we get, you know, I always think like, I love where I'm at, but it's cool that I could do so many different things. And it gives you a good outlook, outlook of like, I have so much ahead of me, you know, this, I don't know how long, you, are you third year, second year? I, no, I have to do the math. I'm already at that point where I have to do the math. I'm fourth year. Okay. I knew it was a little <laughs> ways. And I feel like, like being this early in the field, we both can still be like, you know, in 10 years, we could completely, we could like fast forward and look 10 years from now and be doing something totally different that exactly. we never thought we would want to be doing. So I love that about the field. I think that's one of of my favorite things. Oh yeah. I know. I like people always ask me like, are you ever going to do anything else? And it's like, I don't know. And I, I'm like you where I'm like, I don't, I like having no kind of limits, um, Mm -hmm. which is, yeah, it's just super cool. Um, and one of my favorite things to ask, um, SLPs when they come on the podcast too, is like, what is your true, like, why as mm-hmm. far as becoming an SLP? Because I think a lot of us, you know, a lot of us are, we're innately kind of just altruistic. We obviously got into this field because we want to be helpful and um, help others communicate and everything. But um, for you, like, what's your specific reason? Yeah, so um, I love this question. I think for me, um, it is making those connections with students, but also with families and I think maybe that's why I've liked teletherapy a lot. Um, kind of like uh, with, so I, I used to do itinerant um, preschool. So I would go into the homes and I did that after school. So I would see my kids at school. And then I also did some preschool at home and same with teletherapy. Like it's that family connection too, you know, making great connections at school, with the kids. Yes. Like I love that, but I do love that, that next element with speech where you're able to help a parent at home. Um, And I just, I love knowing that, you know, we're helping them go beyond where they currently are, wherever, you know, wherever that is where they are, even if it, if it seems minor to us, you know, so um, I thought of this example, I had a student with um, CP and um, a pretty bad vision impairment, 
Um, he was working with a vision specialist. I was able to collaborate with a vision um, specialist and I'd go and see him at home quite a lot. He got a lot of um, speech. He got a lot of everything, a lot of OTPT. Um, so I'd see him at home. It was about three times a week. And I think every session was like 45 minutes to an hour. Um, so think of all that time like that I'm getting with mom too, because mom, you know, it'd be, it would be before dad would come home and dad would usually come home at the end and he would be so excited. It was just like the sweetest family. Um, but we were literally just working on joint attention, joint attention with light and movement. Mm -hmm. um, and I had learned so much from the um, vision specialist with all of this. But um, I remember the first time that he looked towards his mom intentionally, like on command because of what we were doing and she cried. And it was just like, to, you know, to me telling someone else that probably seems so small, like, okay, so he looked towards mom, yeah. you know, like it sounds so small, but for, for mom and I knowing, you know, what he had achieved was yeah. huge, you know? So it's, I think it's just those, those kinds of moments, um, that then I leave that session and I'm like, yep, this is why, this is why I'm doing this. You know, this is why I became an SLP and, and I just love that. And I just love, um, the unique connections that we can make with, with families. Yeah, no, I mean, even me, that gave me the chills. Like I, I know, totally, I think about that family all the time and I, sure. I used to live, I used to live, I just moved like, um, after Atlanta, we moved near where we were, but like 30 minutes away. And I, I think about them all the time and we go, to, we go to that town sometimes and I'm like, should I connect with them? Like, I know yeah. she would love, like, I know she, she would, but it's like one of those families you just never forget. Oh yeah. You know, just, just loved it. I still think about them as like, they're, they're one of those reasons of why yep. I became an SLP. Yeah. No, I, I totally love that. I have a little boy <laughs> that's very similar right now on my caseload. Um, and it's the same thing. Cause right now, cause he's one of my kids, I go into the home yep. and work with and, um, we can't right now. So it's all been oh, teletherapy and, yeah. but you know what? And it was, it, it's been so cool because again, like I'm super, obviously super attached to this family because of all the time I spend in the home. Yes, And, um, but you know, even just in coaching mom and I, I have the benefit of working with his teacher also. So we just do everything together, That's but yep. you know, it's the same thing where it's like, the, the toy lights up and he looks or um, we're starting to do more like joint attention with books and he's, you know, looking at mom and smiling at her when she's turning oh, the page the best. and I'm just like, <laughs> I'm in the screen, like waving my hands, like, cause I don't want to <laughs> be like, you're like over there freaking out. <laughs> yeah. And like the teacher's always laughing at me because I'm like, that's what we want. Like, mm -hmm. you know, but I don't want to like, I want mom to keep going and, and yes. everything, but I'm, you know, so I'll always be like, you're doing so good. <laughs> I love that. I know. Right. Like that we get to also teach mom and dad and parents, you know, like that's such a unique thing because teachers are incredible. I mean, teachers are, are teaching the, the child and the student, but it's, it's almost like another level to be able to also teach the parent and, and because that, you know, home, home therapy and home just practice and carryover is so important. So yeah. just seeing that sometimes I'm just like, oh, this is amazing. You know, and I think that is one positive. I know COVID's insane and crazy and, you know, just this whole thing has turned everything <laughs> upside down. But there were some highlights with it where I was seeing the parents growing so much. Yeah. You know, and just like feeling confident, like, oh, this is what you guys have been working on. And this is what, I, this is what I'm seeing at home and why this is happening at home. So yeah, I've definitely, I've definitely loved that. At least, you know, one positive of yeah. craziness. I know. And there, there definitely are, but I'm, I'm with you with 
like seeing the parents feel more confident and helping give them the tools and kind of let them know, like, I mean, not to take away, you know, I'm like, yeah, I'm great. And I can help, but, but um, right. You can do it too, mom. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's so cool to see them kind of be like, Oh, I, I I can. Yes. (laughs) I know. I love it. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, what's your favorite area to target in therapy? Um, so I really love language therapy because I think, I mean, when I think of language, I think of almost everything. I feel like it encompasses so much. Um, like I said, I love the self-contained rooms that I was working in um, because majority of them had those pretty intensive language goals where we're, we're maybe starting AAC or maybe we're mastering AAC, you know, and they're, they're ready to take it to the next level. So I think language, just because it, it encompasses so many different areas and I just no matter where I was um, at, you know, in my career, any, you know, I, I've always been in schools, but no matter what age I was with, um, I just felt like language is so critical um, in the classroom. And I would just see my kids flourish so much more when we could really target like literacy together. And I, you know, we could really hammer that in and then take it over to the classroom. And then it's back to, you know, that confidence thing. Like they, they just get so much more confident with that. And honestly, like if I'm being really honest, articulation and phonology are still areas that like I'm constantly trying to work on. Like if I'm looking for PD, it's usually in those areas. Um, Because I, and I think that's typical for a lot of SLPs where we feel really confident and comfortable in one area and then other areas we kind of, you know, want to shy away from and we have to we have to learn more and, and get involved more. So I definitely think language, and then I love, and maybe this is why I also love language goals and language therapy is because I love themes and working on and using themes. You know, if you follow me on Instagram, yeah, <laughs> I'm like obsessed with themes. Um, but I also like, I don't know. I just love seeing the growth that can be made and, and the carryover. And, um, yeah. and I think that's huge, but I mean, that's to say too, like articulation and phonology, as I've gotten more comfortable with it, um, it's areas I'm starting to enjoy more. And honestly, like, I honestly think I've learned more from Instagram, like um, people's stories and posts. Like, that's where I learn about the things that I feel less comfortable with. Um, You know, even like AAC and learning about AAC and Instagram and and articulation and phonology. so I, I've come a long way, you know, thinking back to like when I first started and where I was and, um, you know, so use that. I feel like everyone needs to use Instagram for those reasons because I, I think it's just, I don't know. It's amazing. I think oh. social media is so amazing. <laughs> oh, 100%. I mean, why do you think I started this podcast? I joke sometimes, but it's partially true. It's like part of the reason I started this is because especially when COVID hit and everybody's on, you know, I was on Instagram. That's how I learned how to be a teletherapist. I mean, yes. I did the courses, yes, but exactly. it was, it was connecting with people and talking and, and asking for yeah. help and getting ideas or just watching like your stories or other people's stories. And I was like, um, cause I'd already had an idea to start a podcast, but I, I thought, but I could bring people on it that could share this information in a yes. form of a podcast. Like, and it's not just for me, but yeah, you're right. Instagram, it's, it's like, it's free CEU. You don't get CEUs. You I know you don't get them, but right. You should. <laughs> I know. But, but you know, at the very least, like, I mean, if I didn't have it, I wouldn't be like, I, my favorite example to keep using in the last like two months I had posted, I, 
tell it. And I'm, I'm completely like you when it comes to my favorite area being language. I feel like, I just feel like I can be more creative Um, with articulation and phonology. I, that's my weaker area, but that's where I do all of my professional development. So, and I get really (laughs) excited because I have those kids on my caseload where I'm like, I don't know what to do. So I go and I take a course and I'm like, okay, here here we go. Um, So I've gotten better, but my articulation and phonology over teletherapy has been hard. And I put out a question like, yeah, maybe like a month and a half ago, just like, does anybody have any ideas for K and G? You know, yes. Oh yeah. I saw you. And I got so many responses. I actually, I need to go, but like people are so, I'm like, you all are so nice. I know. And I tried them and it worked. I was like, cool. I I know, you know, I'm like, as long as I know, you know, we have to look at evidence-based practice and all that stuff. And of course, like I made sure, like I looked it up, but I was, I was going like, to say, but then you can take, you can take that tip and then be like, okay, let me go, let me go see what I can find research mm-hmm. yourself. You know, like, cause that's sometimes where I get stuck. I'll either, I'll either think of something and then I'm like, no, I don't know that, you know, this is really the way I should be using it or I get nervous. Yeah. And, and then I just stop and I'm like, I'm going to go try to find something over here. I, I almost feel like I sometimes make it too complicated, mm-hmm. you know, where like, that's a perfect example of being given some tips and strategies. And then you kind of take it to your own, your own place with it, you know, where you, where you feel comfortable then utilizing it. Um, cause I think sometimes people with Instagram, like I, I, cause I get messages sometimes when I like share, um, therapy ideas or I share how I plan or prep. And then I get questions like, well, I can't do it because of this. And it's like, well, you can, but maybe you're doing it differently. You know, it's not, it's not like a one size fits all oh, for yeah. everything, you know? Yeah. So I always, I'm always like reminding people that like, I, I understand if, you know, if it doesn't work. Same with K and G, like maybe this way didn't work, but then you have right. this, you have this in your back pocket now yeah, to go and use it later. Um, so I think that, and I think that's always important. I feel like I have to put that like caveat on Instagram because <laughs> sometimes I'm like, no, it is such a great place for information, but you still have to add your own research or your own planning or your own yeah. add-ons to it, you know, um, to make it fit for you. Um, because I do, I get those questions all the time. I'm like, no, it can still work or, or, you know, brainstorm it this way. It's okay to be flexible. Like we were saying earlier, like, yeah, it's okay to, to change things a little. And, you know, and, and like you said, to research it, now you've got these things, I can go research them and, yeah. and then see what's behind it, you know? And I think that's important. I think so too. It, you know, it's, it gives you such a good, it's like getting a blueprint. It's like, okay, here's this, but you can't, obviously you don't have all the resources. Like you have to figure out you know, and like you said, we all, I mean, you might take that information for eliciting a KNG differently than I might. That's true. Yeah. And, and we have different therapy approaches. And yep. so it's just, and that's the beauty of what we do. So getting all these ideas, it's so cool for me to like, yes. have this community to ask and then yep. do with it what I will. And, you know, but it made my life easier. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. To just be like, Oh, I've got these 10,000 people I can go ask and, and see what happens. Like it is, it is nice. It is for yeah. sure. It's a good, it's a great community to have. Yeah. No, I 100% agree. Do you have, you've worked with a lot of different ages. So do you have a favorite, favorite age or? Uh, this was, I was thinking about this too. I, I don't know. I, so I love preschool. So like I said, I did, um, I tenor it. So I did, but then. 
let me back up. So, so actually during um, grad school, I took a, I think I worked like 10 hours a week because in New York State, you can actually work um, with a preschool before you get your, before you get your C's, you can do it under, and some states may do this as well, you can do it under a supervisor. Um, so I started like right off the bat during grad school, I worked two days a week in a clinic. Um, it's called a TSSLD in um, New York State. And I did that with preschool and I was like, this is it. This is what I want. Like, I absolutely love preschool. And then I got a school age job for my CF and I loved that. I had, um, like I said, I had third through high school. I love middle school and I loved high school. Um, it was so, and I mean, for me, it was a huge leap from preschool all the way, you know, up to mostly, I mostly had seventh and eighth grade. Um, but I loved it and it was just a different challenge. Um, you know, because I think with preschool, like we had talked about earlier, like you are seeing, you're seeing growth, but it's, it almost looks more minor or the child, you know, isn't aware that they're making that growth. But then you've got a middle schooler who will verbally tell you like, oh my gosh, I just got that entire paper. You know, I got an 85 on that because I used my strategies from speech for all the vocab, you know, like they can, they can verbalize and they can see it. And then you see them just kind of glow when I, I had multiple students that I was able to graduate, you know, graduate <laughs> off my caseload and just seeing that, that on their faces, like, oh my gosh, I did it. Because a lot of times school is really, really, really hard for them. But then if, you know, if I can help them in that one area and see them feel so much more confident, that is huge, you know? So, so I love, I loved school issue. I loved middle school. Um, but now I'm back to preschool and I absolutely love that too, you know? So it, it's hard. I mean, I don't know if I, if I do have a favorite, but I definitely, I'd say the hardest grade for me is probably first and second grade. For some reason, those are, those are just harder, harder grades for me. Like kind of like I was saying with our taking phonology where I have to just work a little bit harder um, yeah, yeah. at those things. I feel that way about first grade and second grade. Um, I don't know, but I, yeah. I've always, I've definitely always loved being in the schools. I'm missing it this year, not having coworkers and, and staff to collaborate and kind of, you know, jump ideas off each other. Um, I, I, you know, I've, but I've always loved school age for sure. Yeah. No, it is. I know. I miss that too with, I mean, I see, like I go on campus a couple days a week okay. and I'll see the teachers cause they're in their rooms, but obviously it's like, there's just not, it's not the same. Um, yeah. We're not there every day together. We're not constantly no. in and out of each other's rooms. I'm not pulling yeah. the kids, which like, that was a huge time to just collaborate really quick and yep. um, reflect on yeah, like, you're right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. And now it makes it so much harder to just do a quick, like, Hey, make sure later, yeah. you know, use this visual quick or something. Like, I feel like that, that part is hard. Not having that, it is. that piece. It is, but you know, I, I still appreciate it and we still try our hardest, but it's just like, it, I definitely can't wait to be able to do that again. Cause know. <laughs> you know, for, especially in the schools, like it's just, it's so much more, it's the kids do so much better when the adults are working together. <laughs> Yes. Like, you know, just, and not to say that we're not trying, but it's just, it's a different kind. It's of, different. Right. It's things I think we forget until, you know, and then this happened and then we were all like, whoa, almost like took that for granted. You know, that, that was so easy to be able to have that quick conversation and that quick collaboration. And it's just different now. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. 
all these, I didn't, and I didn't really think of that until I said it, like about pulling the kids. I'm just like, yeah, that was such a beautiful time to just talk. Yes. Um, now it's just like hitting me and I'm like, yeah, miss that. Um, <laughs> anyways. Um, but, and you, I mean, you're, cause I know what it's like to be a school-based SLP and it's, it's, there's a lot of demand. I mean, there's a lot of demands on SLPs everywhere, but yeah. I just know with school-based, especially when you're working with, you know, maybe pre-K, because I know some SLPs that do work pre-K through eighth grade in, yeah. on one caseload. How do you, Abby, find the time to also run, um, you know, your, basically your own little business, your TPT <laughs> store and everything? Um, how did that, like, how did that start? And then how do you kind of manage? Yeah. So I, um, it, it started, I don't want to say like during my CF year, but during my CF year is when, you know, I was in the trenches of, of having a full caseload and trying to figure things out and like, this isn't working for my students and, and I don't have a ton of money to just um, pour into new resources. Um, so I would just create stuff for my own caseload um, just, you know, based on what my, my kids needed and seeing a lack of, you know, this is, this is something I really need and I'm not finding it. So I'm just going to make it. Um, and it was, you know, slowly as I started doing it, it kind of became a stress relief for me. Um, like being able to sit there on a Sunday and, and feel like, Ooh, okay, I can make this. Um, you know, I think one of the first things I made was a context clues, um, resource that I really needed for one of my, um, fourth grade boys. And he'd like, I, I needed to be really specific. He just had a very unique learning style. And I kind of just created it from the ground up. And I was like, this is so much fun. This is really cool. Um, and then, you know, I would create like fun little things to hang in my speech room or um, like bulletin boards. I loved created, creating um, unique bulletin boards for my kids. And then, you know, other teachers, I, I actually worked with my um, sister. My big sister is a special ed teacher. So she and I worked together. Um, so her, I mean, her and like, you know, her colleagues in her kindergarten room would come in and be like, oh my goodness, this is so neat. I want one of these, you know, and that's just, I feel like that's just kind of how it um, began. And then one day my sister was kind of like, I feel like you could sell this on TPT, <laughs> you know, cause she understood what it was. Cause yeah. she, you know, she used it. And um, so I was like, maybe I could, <laughs> that's literally like kind of just how it began. And then, um, so then I started creating a few things and just, it was just fun, like just a, a total side, not, not even really a side hustle because I wasn't really doing anything with it. Um, and then I had already, you know, I had like a, a personal Instagram and I would learn so much from um, SLP slash TPT sellers. And I was like, I feel like this would be, you know, this would be a really fun community to be a part of. Um, so I was like, I'm going to just create an Instagram, you know, like considered a business Instagram, but something um, where I can feel more, you know, part of like a community. So I created that. And then the resources that I had created, I started kind of researching like how to um, put that onto TPT and how to do that and started doing that. And I remember the first freebie, um, cause on TPT, you have to put out a freebie it has to be your first product has to be free. And it got like, you know, in the first few days, it got over like 500 downloads or something. And I was just like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. You know, like, I just thought it was the coolest thing. Um, and that was four years ago, right? I think I'm on four years now. Yes. So a little over four years ago. Um, and so then it just kind of flourished from there. Um, 
as far as balancing it, like, I, I don't know that I did it like the best. I don't know if I'd even call it balance because of that, like eventually as I got better at it, I kind of just like, I'd get home from work and that would be all I wanted to do. So like my, I, and I have a um, TPT course that you know, we can talk about that, but um, I tell them like, don't do what I did completely because <laughs> I don't think I was taking total complete care of my mental health um, because I would work all day. I mean, you know, you, you, when you work all day, it's not just during the hours that you're, oh, no. you know, like you are, you're there an hour late. Usually you're going in early. Um, and then I would come home and spend as much time as I could on the resources. Cause I thought they were just so fun. And, um, I love being able to use them with my students. So then, you know, that just, that's just kind of how that rolled into, you know, where I am now. Um, definitely a lot of collaboration and um, connections, making a lot of connections on, on Instagram. I definitely, I, I truly think Instagram is what has helped my TBT store so much um, because, you know, I've got the following there and I, you know, I'm consistent over there um, and that helps. But I like there was, I want to say like six months that I just kind of completely took off because I just was like, I'm overwhelmed. Work was really overwhelming. I had gotten um, a few newer kiddos in uh, my self-contained room and I just was, you know, I was like, I, I need to take a break and come home from work and just be home and not be thinking yeah. about work or doing work. Um, and, and then summer came and I got back into it. So, you know, it's kind of ebbed and flowed a little, but um, it's been really fun. Like just having it as just a place to make connections. Like you said, like that has been the biggest, um, I mean, appeal honestly to me is mm -hmm. having all of those connections, um, and conversations. Like I feel part of a community for sure. Yeah. Um, it's fun. Yeah. No, I hundred percent agree. And I, it's funny that I ask you how you balance it, but I get asked that all the time with like, yeah the podcast and, you know, my journals and all the other stuff that yeah. I'm doing. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? I don't really know if I have a good answer. I know. Like, I, I get that question too. Like, how do you do both? And I'm like, sometimes I don't, <laughs> like, yeah. sometimes I don't do both well, you know? And, yeah. and those are the times I have to step back and be like, okay, you need to take a break from social mm -hmm. media. And because you're not spending any time doing anything for yourself you know, because right. that's not going to make you a good SLP. And I know you know that because you're, you know, you're, I think when I think of yours, I think of such good, uplifting, positive mindset, you know, and um, being really mindful. So, um, and I feel like I've learned from you, honestly, like, and I think, um, <laughs> but I think it's important because I think it's something SLPs forget about almost. Yeah. You know? and, and educators in general, I think we forget, like, you have to, you have to take time for you too, you know, and yeah, back. Yeah. It's like, important. Cause I've definitely, you know, I'm like, oh, well, like with creating a gratitude journal, I'm like, well, part of creating that felt like it was, you know, it was therapeutic almost for me. Mm -hmm. But then once I started putting it out there and was like really focusing on that, I did go through a couple weeks where I was like, I'm not taking any time just for myself. Like yep. the whole purpose of this journal is to do that. And if I can't kind of walk the, the talk, then like, you know, cause it's not, it doesn't feel healthy. Right. I am coming home and then focusing on this and then going to bed and then doing it all again the next day and not taking a day on the weekend off or whatever. So yeah, uh, it's just important to remind yourself just take, even if it's just one day, just take a day. I know. Well, and I've noticed 
and maybe you maybe you've noticed this too with COVID and being home. Like, are have you had a hard time separating like work from home life? Yeah, that's oh, yeah. been like yeah. that's been the hardest part for me because. Um, you know, for me being able to work on TPT, like I could work all day into the night because like I said, it's, I mean, it's still enjoyable to me. It's not, yeah. It's not like I, I finish teletherapy and then I'm like, Oh, I've got to do TPT, you know, cause I love, I love creating, but, um, I have been really trying that, you know, since fall, um, services have started, I've been really trying to separate the two so that I'll do teletherapy or I do TPT. TPT and then I go home and I'm just home and I don't, you know, I try not to open Instagram and I try not to open my laptop, you know, and I think that's really important. And, and especially, you know, for anyone that is doing teletherapy, you know, even if, if that is, that's your core job and that's what you're doing and it's, it's at home, well then, you know, shut your computer and leave it on your desk and, yeah. and leave that room. Um, because I've noticed since I've been doing that, it's been probably like the last month and a half it's definitely been a huge shift in my mindset. Um, just, just way healthier, just feel, you know, I'm feeling just a lot better, even if it's only a couple hours at night, but being able to sit on the couch and actually like pay attention to a, to a TV show, oops, sorry. Or, um, being able to just spend time with my fiance, you know, like, and, and just hanging out or going to see my nieces. And, um, it's been a huge, I've, I've just have noticed a huge mind shift in my, in my mindset because, um, I've been trying really hard to separate those two. I think yeah. it's just really important. Yeah. It just, it takes that. It's almost like you have, I, I say this all the time. You have to give yourself permission. Like nobody else yes. is going to give it to you. Yep. You have to. And I've been, I've been trying every Saturday night to like make plans with, cause my boyfriend works on the weekends. So, you know, that's why I get a lot done. Cause I'm uh, like, weekends, yeah. I work through the weekends basically. Yep. So I've been like, okay, I'm like, I make plans with my sister on Saturdays now or my mom or just somebody else. So I'm not home just to give my mind a break, not to get a screen, but I totally understand. Like, it's fun. It's fun for me to sit and create and to edit photos and just do all these fun things. But then it's still taking a lot of mental work. (laughs) I had to tell myself that, like, I know, like, okay, I know, you know, or I know you think it's super fun, but you still need to step away from it, you know, yeah. and cause I, we get burned out. We, we really do. Yeah. It, <laughs> I, yeah. And I was just talking to, I actually, the, the stress, um, SLP stress management podcast oh, yeah. with Jesse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she had me on and I mean, I'm kind of spoiling spoiler alert, but we were just <laughs> talking about burnout a little bit when, um, I talked with her and, you know, I was kind of saying like, sometimes you don't feel burnout coming. Like, you yeah. know, we have, we talk about all these ways of like avoiding burnout, but sometimes you just, it's like all of a sudden you wake up and your back is sore and your head hurts and you're yeah. like, oh my gosh, you know, yeah. my body's telling me I'm done, but it just mm-hmm. kind of happens. So it's mm-hmm. just, it's important to just give yourself permission ahead of time. I, yeah. I was going to say, and I think it's, it's making sure then if that happens, you're okay stepping yep. away or coming home from, from school or clinic and, and just being like, I am not opening an email. I am not even looking near my, my therapy bag, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm just taking it off and, but like being okay with that. Cause I always, <laughs> I I've joked with other SLP friends that we, every SLP I've met has this like, like go, go, go mentality where it's like, if you're just sitting relaxing, you feel like you aren't doing enough. Mm-hmm. And and I, you know, I've talked to other SLPs on Instagram and, you know, they feel that same way. And I'm always like, 
but you have to be okay just not doing anything. You know, you have to just let yourself be okay yeah. doing nothing. I mean, it's something I work on all the time. My, my fiance, Chris is always telling me that he's like, we're not going to work this weekend, you know, cause he, he gets into that mindset too. He's like, we're not going to work this weekend and we're not going to feel guilty about it. And yeah. it is important. Yeah. And I think um, this kind of goes into my next question for you. Cause those are really great. I mean, just starting out tips for um, just like a grad student or a clinical fellow. Yeah. But then I know right now too, especially with COVID and um, kind of having maybe more time in between teletherapy sessions or whatever, a lot of people are kind of starting to look into uh, starting their own TPT stores yeah. and which is awesome. Um, mm-hmm. Or like boom learning. So many, oh my gosh, yes. so many SLPs have like, <laughs> I've just like randomly I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys are creating amazing things on there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or like the green screen girls. Love them. I saw your posts today and I'm like, yeah, they are. I know I'm obsessed. (laughs) Um, So what is, what would be some like top tips for just those? I mean, even if I decided to start my own, I don't know if I will, but if I started creating my own materials, like what are your tips for um, SLPs starting out with their entrepreneurship? Um, well, follow my coaching course because I do yeah. have a um, course. We're called A and B Coaching. Um, so we, and we'll share like tidbits on there every now and then. Um, but I would say, you know, if you're, if you're just starting and you're thinking, I, I maybe wanted to start a TPT store. Maybe you've already got an Instagram. Um, we're always, you know, because we've done two courses now. And so we have... Um, I want to say we've got 100, it's like around 110, um, members. And these aren't just SLPs. These are, um, we have some teachers in there. We have some OTs in there. Um, we have quite a few special ed teachers and then we have a lot of SLPs. Um, and we, I mean, we give them that, that same, you know, kind of speech that, that I was saying earlier, like to be okay when you do need that time to step away because, like I said, I think we, do, as educators, like we do get in that mindset of like, I have to be doing something all the time. Um, so we're always, you know, that's like the first thing, like, Hey, we're going to throw all this information at you for creating a TPT store, but also remember like it is okay to step away. Like we know this is a lot. Um, but I think some of the most important things are, you know, first off, if you've got the Instagram and you know, you started there making the connections with people, um, like honestly, the, my Instagram, I think I'm at 41, I think I heard, I just hit 41,000 followers, but I feel like majority of that is because I have been very diligent about making connections with, you know, not just, not just people that are buying from me, but just my audience in general, like SLPs that reach out to me. And I love getting questions in my DMs about, um, you know, therapy strategies that I had shown, or, you know, I have this and, and I've got, you know, these goals, what, how, what would you do? Or, you know, what do you think? And I'm, you know, I'm not any specialist, but I love being able to kind of jump um, back and forth with ideas, you know, and, and bounce ideas off each other. And, well, I've tried this before, you know, and like we were saying earlier, take, you know, take ideas and, and then, you know, do your own research and, and decide if that's something that works for you. But, um, that I think has been so the mo- like, like, like I was saying, the most rewarding part of Instagram. Um, so definitely, you know, start to make those connections, um, kind of find like your own like crew kind of like, I know you and Rachel are really close, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like you kind of have yeah. 
that like almost like Instagram family. Yeah. Um, I've got a couple SLPs like from the beginning, we just all became really good friends and we will have like zoom, like group zoom calls. Yeah. Um, we try to do them like once a month, once every two months and they're great. Like you just, you know, you get so, um, almost like reinvigorated by talking with them and, and people who have that like, like-minded, um, you know, business mindset. Yeah. Um, and I think also a really important thing with, you know, if you want to start a TPT store and you know, you're, you're maybe you've got a couple materials and you're like, you know, where do I go with this? I think the the two, I guess I should say the two most important things is one is to, you know, everything that you create to um, put yourself into it. Um, you know, being, being who you are as an SLP, if, if you're trying to create a resource with a, a, a technique or a, or a strategy you've never utilized or, or really ever seen, then I think sometimes that, that shows in a product, you know what I mean? Um, and so I think it's important to be genuine and, and, you know, like for me, pretty much every resource I've created is because of a student that needed that, you know, and like, and, and that's, I think that's what, um, what sells really well is, is unique materials that, um, that, you know, I'm not saying that hasn't been copied, obviously, you know, that's, that's common sense, obviously, right. That you're not <laughs> copying others, but yeah. more just that you have put something like, you know, that, that is you into a yeah. product. And I think, I mean, even like your journal, right? Like for you, that's, that is you, like, you know what yeah. I mean? And, and that journal is amazing, you know, so, but it's because it's you behind it and you are in it, you know? So I think that that goes, you know, to say the same for TPT materials. And, um, and I just see materials out there that are so unique and, and incredible. And I see that I'm like, that store is going to be amazing. You know, they're going to, they're going to make really awesome materials. So yeah you know, trying to think of things like that or almost, you know, and, and sometimes we tell our members like, don't overthink it. You know, if, yeah. if, if, <laughs> if it doesn't feel like it's something that you would use or something that, that, you know, is it following a, an evidence-based strategy that you're really liking, then switch gears, you know, and, and yeah. back to that flexibility. Um, and I think, and, and then with that, you know, so being unique um, and putting yourself into it, I think those are those are really important to carry over into Instagram too, you know, and, um, make it, that's, I think that's why I've been able to make connections because, yeah. you know, just being, I'm just being genuine, you know, who I am and, and connecting with others and, um, being open to that, you know, kind of being open to, um, making those, those friendships yeah. and, um, you know, so it's just, I think it's, I think though, definitely those, um, strategies, but like, like I said, you know, I've got my coaching, um, Instagram. If you guys want to follow me there, it's a and B coaching. Um, and I can explain that name, but it's, it's not just me on there. It's also Erin, um, from speech T. She also is, um, she's like my other half mm -hmm. of, the, <laughs> of my coaching in our, in our course. Um, so we're both on there and we're all, I mean, we are, we're trying to share, you know, tips and strategies. Um, we just finished another course. So we have been, we have a um, Facebook group that goes along with the live course and the girls in there have been so much fun um, because they're, you know, they're always posting questions and, but you, so like the, the thing I love is that if you were to log into that group, you would think that these members have like known each other for a long time Aww. because it's, yeah, it's so sweet. Like they're already, 
collaborating and they'll, you know, they'll leave things like, hey, I just created this. Can someone look it over and give me some feedback? And um, what are your thoughts? And, and I'm seeing a couple of our girls putting out new resources. I just saw one last week and I was like, oh, this is so good, yeah. you know? So um, I think, like I said, I think that's huge, making those connections. I, I just have loved that about Instagram. Yeah, it's been, it's so cool. I mean, even like, I remember once I had DM'd you and you responded to like, I don't, I don't even know what it was, but you had like a really sweet, like genuine response. I was like, oh my gosh, like, I think I was just saying cute outfit or something. (laughs) But I thought I was like, see, and it's been, and it has been such a good example for me because like, I mean, I'm definitely still in my like earlier stages with all of it. And especially in the SLP community, like I didn't realize like the gold mine (laughs) that I like, that there was just when COVID hit and then we kind of all were like, ah, like we need What do we do? Yes. Um, Everybody just kind of came together and I really was like, oh my gosh, there's this great community of SLPs. Um, And, you know, like just to have, um, you know, someone like you with like, at the time, maybe 30,000 plus followers <laughs> that would be like, respond to little old me or like oh my gosh. Jenny Bjorm or Amy Graham. I'm like, wait, you guys like really consider me your friend. <laughs> I know, but I think, I think that's so funny because I'll get that response sometimes. And I'm like, no, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm literally just like a regular SLP. Like, I know. But it's it, so funny. But I think, I, I think it's just, it's also important to feel like you can reach out you know, yes. so, you know, like that same, same with your account that you are very approachable and, um, and you give off that, you know, that, that like you, I could DM you anytime. And yeah. if it's a question to your story or something, you know, like, and I think that, you know, if, if someone, especially if they're getting into Instagram, like being really just themselves and showing yeah. like, I'm here to help you. And I want to, you know, I want to share my ideas and, and I, I'm open to hear your ideas too, you know, and, mm-hmm. um, and that just makes it more fun, you know, and, oh, yeah. and just being able to connect with, like today I shared, um, I have to give her a shout out just because I'm obsessed with her green screen oh, um, yeah. from Play Spark Toys. Oh my goodness. That was that same situation. I responded to something in her story and she was like, oh my gosh. Like, and we just started talking, she was just like, I love your account. And, you know, and I was like, I love your account. Yeah. We were both like, Oh, you know, you're amazing. And, um, just, just chatting back and forth. And, um, she was like, I've got that, like, look at what we're creating. We've got these. And I was like, Oh my God, this is so cool. So she sent me one and I was, I opened it and I just was like, this is insane. You know, like, and, and that would have never happened if it weren't for me sending her a random DM about something she posted, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I think just DM people and totally be open to, to those connections and conversations and yeah. like, yeah, same with you and I, I mean, that was that same yeah. type of situation and no. messaging back and forth and being like, come on my podcast, you know? And yeah. I'm like, absolutely. Why not? <laughs> you know? why not? Like, I mean, why I, it's so funny. It's like it, I, my poor boyfriend, because now, you know, like I'll get to his house, but then I get a DM from someone on Instagram. He's like, oh, what, you're checking Instagram? I'm like, no, I'm talking to my friends. <laughs> like, you know? like, and sometimes it's not considered working. Like I'm friends with these people. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm just having, we're just, you know, we're talking about a funny situation. Yes, um, exactly. It's just, it's hilarious. Cause it's like, it truly has been, it's, it's very social and very, I mean, 
for the most part, like I know there's a lot of, you know, maybe controversy about social media and stuff, but I feel like within our speech community at the Mm -hmm. very least, I feel like it truly has been a community. Um, and there's just been so much support and, um, and genuine connections that have been made. I mean, like Rachel's coming down to LA in the next couple weeks and we're just like, yeah, we're like, so we can plan content together. (laughs) Like this is I've never met in person. Not in person. No. Oh my gosh. That's the best feeling. Yeah. I'm I'm so excited. And it's so, it's, it's really, it's, it's amazing. And like the weirdest, like, not like a weird, I don't know. It's, it's like, you know the person so well because um, I so I have done pretty much since I started TPT. I've done every TPT conference, um, and so all the people there are TPT sellers, obviously. Mm-hmm. And you go to them, and you like I've talked to these people constantly on Instagram and DMs, and I mean even some people that we were we'd be texting, and yeah. and then you meet them. Like I don't know, the anticipation is just so oh, yeah. much different because you feel like you know them but then it is still so I don't know it's just such a unique experience it's, it's weird and it's funny because Meredith from Peachy Speechy and I yes um we were just the other day talking about this because last year at her very first conference that she spoke at I was there because it was like my um like our California Speech and Hearing Association region put that on and had her oh, come so out and cool. talk. Yeah. And so my district paid for me to go since it was like right here. And, uh, I, you know, I've been following her on Instagram and yeah. watched her and her stories and stuff and <laughs> totally was like ready to fangirl at the conference. But I posted a story because like at that point I was like getting used to like being on Instagram and posting stories. And so I yep. posted a story that morning and tagged her in it. And she DM'd me right away and was like, oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. I'm so glad like to see you're excited, you know, whatever. And I was like, oh, yeah. you're going to do great. Like yeah. I'll be cheering you on for my seat where there's going to be like 300 people. There's, she'll, she won't ever see me. And she totally found me and came up to me and was like, hi. And I was like, oh, like you're not a celebrity, like oh, in the back, like. Love that, yes, right. <laughs> but it was, and I had that weird, I was like, this is weird. This is weird. Cause like we've seen each other on Instagram, but this right. is like. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. When I, and she's such a sweetheart. I met her at one of the TPT conferences Mm -hmm. and, but for me, I was, I was like fangirling for her too, you know, because she's been doing this forever and and she has the whole clothing line and Mm -hmm. she, you know, and her videos and her website, like she's amazing. And, um, I remember we were all getting ready to go out for dinner and I was like walking up to the, cause we all stay at the same hotel. And I was like walking up to the main, um, area where like the cars were picking us all up. And she was like one of the only ones I hadn't met yet. And so she was standing with everyone. And like, you know, so I come up and I was like inside, like, oh my yeah. God. And she was like, Abby, how are you? And I was like, Aww. you know, but like so normal, you know what yeah. I mean? And like where inside you're just like bursting because you're just like, yeah. oh my goodness, you know, like I feel like I know you, you know, because it's so yeah. it's such a different inside look at everyone's lives and then you meet them in in real life and it was really cool and she's such a sweetheart <laughs> oh she is no I like yeah we were joking because she's like well um because we did a giveaway together yes for the journal and and a sweatshirt and um so we were talking about it and she was like oh and it's perfect because we've basically been you know friends for a year and I'm like oh Aww. good so we're friends <laughs> <laughs> I love that you know but it is and it's like and it doesn't it's yeah. cool because it's like it doesn't matter the follower like the amount of followers yes. or even the amount of time you've been doing this they really don't yeah I'm grateful for them but it doesn't 
it's just the fact that we can make these connections. Yeah, it's a connection. I know. And I, I always go back to that. And like, I even would go back to that when I was like, try, you know, I'm like, I'm almost to 10,000. Like, it's taking me forever. Right. And then, but then I'd have like two really good conversations in my DMs with SLPs who had been following me. And I'm like, who cares? Like, this is what, right. you know, like, this is what it's about is, is making those connections and just, and the, the, you know, my number now of followers is higher, but, but really what that has meant is that I'm interacting more in my DMs with more SLPs yeah. and, and I just love that, you know, and, exactly. and that's almost half, I feel like that's half the business right there that I'm spending time doing that, but it's, it's a blast. Like I, I really yeah. love that part of it. I do too. A hundred, hundred percent. It's so, yeah, it's just so fun. Um, Okay. I want to make sure we cover everything about A and B coaching. I don't know if there was anything, but basically you kind of went over it, right? It's basically like to help get you started with kind of your products and marketing them and selling them and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. We kind of cover everything. Um, it could be for any stage. So even if you, so we, we kind of have everyone um, in different stages and we, we gather like, um, we do like a, a little quiz before the, the live course even starts. And that's like the biggest benefit is that it's live um, mm. because then the entire day we are getting, um, we have our chat and we have our Q and A and all day in there, um, we're both able as the other person's presenting the other, the other person can be in there answering your questions that are happening live because you're watching us go through the information. Um, but we take, you know, kind of do like an intake form to find out where everyone is, um, before you even start the course. And we had, so like I said, we've done two rounds, um, in both rounds, we had, uh, people that were, we had sellers that were, um, had a TPT store for you know, quite a long time. And it just kind of wasn't where they wanted it to be. They wanted to, to kind of take it to that next place. Um, and then we had people that literally maybe had one product in their, in no store, just had like one product that yeah. they had made that they, that they were like, Oh, I really like doing this. Um, so that kind of gives you an idea of the variation, um, that we get. So, um, yeah, we, we, any level and, and it's really just like, we cover, we basically covered everything that we could think of that would help you become um, wherever you are to take you to that next um, level, which is why we called it level up. <laughs> so it's called level up because we're, you know, we want to help you level up to that next place um, for whatever, you know, whatever stage okay. you're in. Um, and it's not just for SLPs. We've had a lot of SLPs. And I think that's just because, you know, that's our audience because we're both, you know, Aaron and I are both SLPs, but mm -hmm. um yeah, we've had, we, we've had teachers, like I said, teachers, special ed teachers. Um, we have quite a few OTs, which has been fun um, and definitely like an area that I feel like TPT needs. Um, so we always get excited when we have OTs. Um, but yeah, we have, you do the live day and um, that's not even everything. Like in the live day, we cover tons of different topics, but then you also get um, a, a little bit of pre-recorded content that you can watch beforehand. And those are three different sessions. Um, and then you have, but then you have the live content to, to continue watching. So you get access to the live content. Um, and a lot of our girls, I say girls, cause we haven't had any, <laughs> yet. it's been all, all female so far. Um, but a lot of them have continued watching, you know, like uh, they'll come home at night and, um, they'll tag us and they're like, um, rewatching, you know, this section. Cause we cover social media. We cover, we, we cover basically like how to create a product from scratch. 
we cover how to make it digital because that's been a huge um, influx right now, obviously with COVID. Um, so we cover how to make products digital. We cover Pinterest. Um, we cover how to make product covers and how to take photos and videos. And um, really, like I said, like we, we, we basically took our, our, our strengths as sellers. We, we put those two pieces together because Aaron and I have always said we have very different strengths, but together, we have them all, you know what I mean? So, yeah. um, so we kind of brought those together and that's basically how it happened. Um, and we, we were like, we got to turn this into a course. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we did. And so we've gotten really, really good feedback and it's been really fun. We're, we're taking a little bit of a break because Erin is going to be having a baby. Um, I think she's due now in, let's see, October, November, December, January, like exactly three months, I believe. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so she's almost there, and she's got two two little ones at home, oh, um, which is good because well, she and she brings the um, she brings the aspect of how to be a TPT seller yeah. with a job and children. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so um, so she can bring she kind of can bring that to the table too, which is yeah. great because we have a lot of moms in there that um, are just starting and like how do I balance all of this? So, yeah. um, but it's been great. It's been such a cool add on to just you know, being on, uh, Instagram and TPT as, as an yeah. SLP, it's been like a, a nice bonus. Cause I love coaching. It's, it's honestly like, it's back to those connections, right? Like mm-hmm. more of a, just a different way to make more connections and, and being able to help people yeah. um, in, in that area. It's just been so much fun. Yeah. It adds, it adds just another layer of value. Cause what you yeah. were already doing, what it's not that it wasn't adding value is adding a ton, but it's just like, I mean, that's what I always tell people when they ask. I've gotten a few questions about how to be, you know, maybe successful on Instagram and building that community or reaching out to that community. And I'm like, you just have to add value in whatever yeah. capacity that you feel you can. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, it's, then you get creative because then you're like, oh my gosh, I did it this way. But now like, like you, I can maybe try one-on-one coaching or try, yeah. you know, this. So I think that's really awesome. And I think... I really think it's important to share, like putting yourself out there, which I think goes back to our conversation about like tips for starting a TPT store or starting Instagram, being willing to put yourself out there and have conversations and then see like, Ooh, this conversation led me to this idea. I want to share that idea and just being open to, to doing that. Like, cause that's how it is hard. It's hard to just, Cause okay, you have like the cutest videos that you have shared, right? Of your of pre of like showing to your pre that you would show to your preschool kids, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's like I feel like that's one of those things you have to be brave to put out there because it's your SLP voice and it's your it's how you do therapy. Yeah, you know, so it's it's like a little more vulnerable. Oh yeah. And I think the more like what I have seen, the more I have done that that's when I get those like boosts in, in the engagement and followers because I'm putting something out there that, that people are kind of like, I feel like people just love a look into other people's anything, whether it's oh, like yeah. the way that they're a mom or the way that they're a teacher or the way that they're an SLP. Um, people love that. So like if you're oh, trying yeah. to grow your Instagram and, you know, bring people to your page, put yourself out there, you know, and, and be okay with like being goofy or silly or, Mm -hmm. you know, and just, and being yourself. Like, I think your videos of that are a perfect example because those are hard to, to give an inside look at. Um, Oh, Deborah Brooks, like she gives, 
those really close looks inside of her therapy mm-hmm. sessions, like that is such a vulnerable thing to do. But I watch those all the time. Like I think they're so yeah. interesting and I learned so much from them. Yeah. And you almost don't realize, like I've had people, somebody, it was Lindsay um, from Help Me Grow Speech. And oh, yeah. she's another one that I've just become so close with. Mm-hmm. And she lives like 40 minutes from me. Oh, um, <laughs> I know. But she and I have talked and she's, you know, she's told me, she's like, I like that you don't edit your videos. I'm like, what do you mean that I don't? I didn't even realize, like, what do you mean I don't edit them? <laughs> And she's like, well, you just, you have moments where you like forget something or, you know, you drop the toy that you were showing and, and she's like, but then I noticed you're like modeling the language that you would use if like you really dropped it in a session. And I'm like, oh, like, I mean, and I think a part of it is because I've done so many of those videos now to where I'm like, yeah, this is just what you guys get. But but you're right. It's people like seeing your life almost. It's, you know, they like, and and I know when I watch other people's videos, um, or even like yours, when you're, you, when you have, um, you're showing like your teletherapy sessions with the student and you're prompting them, like it might be, yep. I might be like, oh my gosh, that's a cool way to prompt. Yep. You know, I didn't even think of using that sentence frame or something. And you don't even know, like, I don't realize I'm about to learn anything. I go to watch. Cause I'm like, this is yeah, right, cause you follow, right. No, I totally agree. And then I'm, I'm like, whoa, I just took away so much from that. Yeah. 30 second video that she just shared, you know? And, yeah. and I think that goes, I think that carries over, you know, for those people who are thinking of, of doing a TPT store. And, um, I always, I always tell our, our members like show your products in action because, you know, even if, even if someone watches just a few seconds of it, they like, you don't know what they're going to get from that and, and they're going to learn from you. So they're going to want to come back to you. And then they also might realize like, oh, I need that products. Mm-hmm. Like I, I love that. I, you know, that's something I could see how that's going to carry over into my sessions and be, make my life so much easier, exactly. you know? So, um, so I love that. I love that, you know, sh- share content and, and put content out there. And, um, you know, I say be consistent with it cause it is important for the algorithm, but like <laughs> at the same time, you know, it's back to that mental health and making sure you're t- taking time for yourself, but people love that. Like, I, I think that's a, like maybe that would be the number one tip I would say is to, to share behind the scenes and, yeah. and, and put your, you know, put yourself out there because in your genuine self, I yeah. just think that that's really important. No, hundred percent. My, uh, boosts my boyfriend's ego quite a bit because he knows that when he's in my stories, my engagement goes up. <laughs> he's hilarious. <laughs> because yes, I feel like the last few times I've DM'd you has been because of yeah. something weird he's done. <laughs> Yeah. He, yeah. Oh, his foot was one of them. He, that was, I, this is like, people won't know. I need to, I need to go back and put that in like a highlight. (laughs) Yeah. His little, the way he moved his foot in the background, like I didn't realize it. He didn't even realize it. And then you pointed it out and I started cracking up and he he knew right away because I was laughing. He's like, is somebody laughing at me? And I was like, look at like, and I just had him read your message. I was like, your foot in my story right now. Also yeah, I also noticed like, I always noticed those like weird little things. I loved it. I, lo- I was like, Marie's funny. She'll get it if I'm just like- <laughs> Yeah. She's not going to be weird about you commenting. No, on your- I was like, I gotta say it. <laughs> yeah. No, I loved it. That was, it was so funny. And, and I do, I get the most DMs back to those stories yeah. because like, but it's for that reason. It's like, you know, we're, we're just, 
messing around and right. you know or he's being Real. smart smart you know what and yep exactly <laughs> I'm like so everybody's gonna get to see what my life is like yep. um, when I don't have my speech hat on so yep it's behind yeah. the scenes yep it and, and it's true it's like just I mean you know to whatever extent obviously you're comfortable it's not like I'm saying go out and show everything because right, exactly there is um you know an element of privacy that I think we all like just for our mental health too right you know, need, but it is, you know, if you feel like maybe this is a cool moment or a funny moment, try it out. Experiment. Yep, <laughs> yep so. exactly. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, I know we, we, we could, I feel like we could just talk for hours. <laughs> I know. Um, I was like, oh my goodness, we've been talking an hour. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I definitely want to close this. So, um, you know, people listening aren't like how much longer are these, <laughs> these girls going to go, but thank I'm you. <laughs> I know no, but I'm like, it's nice. Cause it's like, we've only ever talked over Instagram DMs and so Different, right. yep. fun to get to, to like actually chat and then be like, yeah, well, I could just, you know, I could see us like going to happy hour one day. Oh my gosh. <laughs> would that be great? I know. I know. <laughs> one day. Someday. One day at an ASHA conference when it comes back. <laughs> Um, if they ever do, I know. I know. I know. I'm so bummed because I'm like the one year that I actually because I've never gone to Asha, and I'm like this Aww. would be the one year I'd want to go because I know a lot of people now. Yes, and, you know. So it's like it's it, you know it's like the reason I know all these people is the reason that Asha is canceled. So I know, right? Yeah. Ho- well, hopefully next year. Yeah. We'll see. You know, or, some, <laughs> or something. You know, whatever. We'll see what yeah. happens, but. But to close us out, one of our, I think, mutually favorite shows is The Office. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. um, I loved this question uh, to ask you because I, I, I just, I love ending on something that's like totally random. (laughs) Um, So, Abby, what is your favorite scene from The Office? Uh, (laughs) Oh, my goodness. You're going to make me pick one. Or two or three. Or or maybe two. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, I feel like the one that immediately sticks out in my head is when Kevin comes on in like, you know, they do, they always like their intro and he Mm -hmm. comes on in one of the intros and he's, he's like, well, he's like coming up the elevator, but the elevator is broken. So he has to take the stairs and he's holding his huge pot of chili. And then he comes in and like no one's around which is weird <laughs> yeah I don't understand that. yeah I was, I'm like why did Kevin get there at like six in the morning yeah <laughs> and then he drops the entire thing in front of Pam's desk and That's then he's funny. like scooping it up scooping with a it. um clipboard <laughs> it's just like back that, in I feel like that is definitely like one that sticks out in my head oh yeah every time um and then a really small one that Chris and I always this is like one of our both of our favorite scenes because every time we watch it we can never remember but it's like the entire office is debating over if Stanley has a mustache or not <laughs> and like Pam draws up like her sketch quick and is like okay vote like does he ha-? and and like Chris and I are like we watch this show literally every day like how do we not remember right <laughs> I know every time too like even right now I'm like wait I don't know for sure yeah right like you second guess it yeah, he definitely does. <laughs> yeah, he does. But it's just, you, you think about it, cause, and that's what's so brilliant about that scene. Oh, I like, know, right? And, and like, of course, of course, we would all forget, does he actually have, but that show, I, it was, I don't know, it's hard to think of, I feel like I could go on for yeah. 
my favorite scenes and the podcast I've been listening to the um the The, office ladies mm -hmm. oh my gosh and it just like it brings my attention to so many more funnier scenes that I would have never even remembered and then I have to go back and watch the episode I'm like oh my gosh (laughs) yeah no it's so good love it I love that I love that show (laughs) <laughs> so much. I will say, I just want to share mine because it's, I love the scene. Oh, wait, yeah. It, I need to know yours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, um, where Jim is impersonating Dwight and he like the, cal- <laughs> where he has the, the calculator watch and like he tells you like it costs $11 for like everything. But yes. that scene, like since I first- he's, like, he's like, Michael. And then yeah. Dwight's like, Michael. <laughs> Michael. Identity theft is not a joke, Jim. <laughs> like, that is just my, then- my favorite the one I, I told you we can't do this we could just go I'm back sorry and when um when he hires an impersonator and Dwight oh. like has him in the photo like the family photo and, and he like kisses Pam yeah and he like gives and Pam like <laughs> plays along with it and and she's like what are you talking about Dwight and like the the photo when he turns the photo around and, yeah. and Dwight's like He's I like think like all the best, I feel like all their best scenes are those intro, yeah. those intro scenes. They are. <laughs> they're just so quick and like, they're just like the, the Kevin scene with the chili. It's like, where yeah. was this going and where did it come from? Yeah, it literally went nowhere. Nothing happened in the rest <laughs> of that episode. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Such a good show. Such a good mental break from Mental life break. Too. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that uh, will conclude our episode. Thanks so much for all that you shared. It was such good information. Good. It was fun. I'm glad that we could do this. All right, friends. Well, that's the end of this wonderful conversation. I am so grateful to Abby for coming on and just sharing all of her great knowledge with us. Best of luck to all of you who are looking into the entrepreneurship side of things. I know you're going to do great. And I don't know about you, but now I just kind of want to go binge watch a couple episodes of The Office. Friends, you can find Abby over at the Type B SLP. Her Instagram handle and website are linked in the podcast notes. And so is my information for you. If you haven't found me yet on Instagram at thanks Morris, um, please go do so. Please make sure you rate review and subscribe to the podcast. All of your feedback is so, so appreciated. I love hearing what you have to say. And, uh, you know, until we talk again. <laughs>